Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Episode 7 of Speeding Past 80. Mario. By the way, I'm changing names in lots of these stories, um, mainly so that my relatives and friends will keep speaking to me. This episode is called Mario, and the question is, how much effort does it take to make a difference in someone's life? My husband Jim served as an altar boy back in the 1950s. Since his family lived just a block from the church, Jim and his four brothers were often called to help at the extra services. That was where Jim first met Mario, a large man with a thick accent. Mario seemed old to Jim at the time, but he was probably middle-aged. The boys noticed he spoke in a simple way, and he often had difficulty learning the more complicated things in life. Mario wore frayed clothing and stooped over, even when he walked, as if he carried a huge burden. Jim was a little frightened of him at first until Mario reassured him with kindness and a hearty laugh. One thing about Mario was he always made those extra services. Sitting alone in a back pew, he sang in an off-key voice that outboomed the organ at full pedal. Jim admits he and his brothers sometimes imitated Mario when they were out of earshot of him and their parents. They never got too close to Mario because an interesting combination of odors hovered about him like an invisible cloud. The only real problem Mario caused in their young lives happened when they were in the car with their mother, and she happened to drive past him. Always, always, Mom slowed the car and rolled the window down as if she had just found her long-lost friend. Hi, Mario, want a ride? she yelled. The boys begged, no, no, Ma, not Mario, don't stop. She stopped. Mario thanked her and thanked her as he squeezed in. Off Mom drove, all the while talking to Mario about the weather and his health. After Jim graduated high school and went off to college, he seldom ran into Mario. Once he spotted him at a local bar where the college kids hung out, it seemed everybody knew Mario. His voice boomed above the crowd, and Mario, now an old man, appeared to be having a really good time. A few years later, Mom got cancer. During the five years she battled her disease, she continued to think about other people. She took up acrylic painting, and she knitted hats and mittens for her grandkids. She embroidered her favorite prayer, the Serenity Prayer, and it still hangs on our wall. When Mom passed away, the outpouring of love from so many gave comfort to the family. At the packed funeral liturgy, the old priest spoke about her as his wonderful friend. The bishop attended and sat among the congregation. At the end of the funeral, the family filed out behind the coffin while the bishop waited at the door to speak to the mourners. Then something caught Jim's eye. In the last pew, an old man knelt in a tattered suit sobbing his heart out in loud, uncontrollable gasp. Mario. Jim's heart gave way. Who knows how much a small act of kindness means to someone else? The real tribute to my mother-in-law wasn't that the bishop attended. The real tribute to my mother-in-law was the presence of Mario.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to look at How to Heal Our Divides, a book on bringing us together. Join us again next Tuesday for more stories of faith, hope, love, and laughter.